Welcome, welcome, welcome to Rapid Reviews, episode 172. I am your co-host, Kylie Wilde, and I'm joined by my ever-present co-host, Pete Beckett. Hello, it's Rapid Reviews Radio, by the way. Did I not say that? No. I said no, it last didn't. week. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and then the week before, you didn't. So it's now becoming... Oh, well... <laughs> Another one to add to the bingo. Will she ever say the podcast name yep. correctly again? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what comes out of my mouth? Don't say a thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm sitting here with a new haircut, uh, which you could honestly, see. I can't say I noticed, but we just started chatting away well, about that, so. It's that exactly. It's that same haircut with uh, what that what's her face, the Spider Gwen has. Yes. Um, but it's the old short to, back and sides. Yes, exactly. Except my wonderful, wonderful shout out to my stylist Sheena. She's amazing. Uh, she had to keep uh, the what is this right side right side long. It's uh, shaved underneath. Yeah. But because I went on a crazy bleaching experiment i ended up with polka dots <laughs> not intentional although she did say kylie it does kind of look intentional which is kind of cool i was like sweet <laughs> but just to keep a little bit of a professional edge she decided to hide it for me she's wonderful I that's probably that. a good thing i guess nobody yes. nobody ever wants to be the polka dot man or woman <laughs> I think she said, it looks like you have given an homage to Dalmatians. And I was like, yes. So, yes. Um, anyway, a haircut, haircut to sad. Uh, yeah, it's been a crazy day for me. So, But I'm going to say, I'm going to ask Pete because I'm nice. I'm going to ask Pete how his week's been. How's your week been? Uh, it's been okay. I mean, last week I only worked three days because uh, I'd worked the weekend before, so had oh oh lucky had, had some time off. Uh, we didn't do a show on Sunday because I was supposed to be doing guest spot on another podcast. Unfortunately, the person had to pull out at last minute, which was very unfortunate. Yeah, don't, don't. don't. <laughs> I can tell. Um, so yeah. So that that was a bit of a shame, but we didn't have enough of a show to put together at the time and such last minute. So yeah, uh, feel better, Reza. Um, yeah, it's other, true. Other than that, I was just like, yeah, it's pretty bog standard. Book. Although good at least. Uh, today was a bit difficult because uh, why would you say uh, Rachel's granddad's funeral? Right. Yes. Um, which I was very sorry to hear that. And that is, of course, why we didn't do an episode yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I hope she's doing well. Yeah. The considering. Family, do, family are all doing yeah. okay. But, you know, obviously there's weirdness when it comes to families and it can make things <laughs> awkward. It's not, uh, no, no, it's not my loss, but it's my partner's. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I was there to support her, of course. So, which feel, is how it should be. Yeah. It just feels weird taking a day off in the middle of the week, though. Yeah, it, I definitely think so. Um, yeah. but yes. Yeah, it's, so, been, it's been a nice time, I guess. Or, you know, everyone sitting in a pub afterwards, just having a few drinks and just chatting. It's quite nice. That's my favorite thing. 
Of course. I miss having friends because of that. And I shouldn't say that because I do have friends. And they're going to get offended when I say stuff like that. You have friends. I do have friends. Um, including Pete, of course. Uh, what are you talking about? We're just, we're just colleagues. Yes, we're just workmates. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that, t- that talk far too frequently. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, but how's your week been? My... So my week, okay, we're going to talk about my week. And the reason why we're going to talk about my week is because I want to highlight something that happened to one of my, okay. Okay, let's get thoughts in control, Kylie. Thoughts in order. Autistic ADD brain going crazy in there. Uh, So um, I have a uh, friend that I'm pretty sure listens occasionally, so I'm not going to name drop him. But he did something today that really got me good. Um, so one of my things, and I am not ashamed to tell what my weaknesses are and all that kind of stuff. Because people are like, don't tell your weaknesses because people can use them against you. And I'm like, if you use my weakness against me, then I don't want you in my life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, I don't have a problem just saying, oh, here's my weakness. Uh, but my weakness is being left out. Like that's my trigger or whatever um you know being uh rudolph the red-nosed reindeer left out of all the reindeer games you know that's my thing and uh so at crossfit oops i just probably said who that is uh yeah they're doing this really cool thing that i want to participate in but if i'm honest i'm not physically capable yet uh yeah, I've got the autoimmune thing. I've got atrophied muscles. I can't move the way other people move. You know, there are limitations. And and they're, they're not limitations like if you're a beginner and you walk off the street and you join CrossFit, you've got limitations because you've not done it before. Um, these are different. These are like mobility limitations and stuff like that. So I've been kind of like wistfully looking at this thing that's about gonna happen at the weekend going oh i wish i could be there i wish i could be there there's just no like there's no reason i would be there mm-hmm. then this person who i know is probably listening this week um <laughs> messaged me and said hey kylie how would you like to film us this weekend so you can be there. So I get to be there with everybody, even though I'm not actually doing the actual workouts. And that like got me. That got me good. Stupid dumb dork. <laughs> no, look, I can understand why. It's it's a feel good moment. It is. It's so. It's nice. And okay, this is kind of a we got this moment, and then we'll move on. Uh, but... Funnily enough, in the chat, Nana, is this oh. another impromptu we got this? <laughs> yes. Yes, yes Nana, it is. Yes. because here's the thing okay so a lot of us out there feel like we are overlooked or left out or ignored you know that kind of thing we're you know we just are we're a little bit odd so we're kind of on the peripheral for whatever reason what are you talking about i'm not odd (laughs) yeah (laughs) um actually one of my uh band directors that was like real close to me he would say kylie's not strange she's just weird um (laughs) Or he would go, Kylie's weird, but in a strange way. Uh, so both of uh, those. That goes to my saying of everybody's weird in their own weird ways. Exactly. Exactly. That right there is the key to everything I'm saying. 
So if you're a person who is, let's say, part of a social group and you know there's someone who's a bit of an outsider, but they want to join in, just invite them in, you know? Like, they don't have to do the thing. Like, me just filming is not a big deal. Like, it's all, like that's everything to me. Like, I, I was just like... My heart grew three sizes too big or whatever the saying goes. <laughs> Everything. It touched me so deeply. Uh, which I can't say too much because uh, my friend and I have this weird relationship where it's like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> no feelings. Gross. <laughs> oh, no, I know. It's fun. Yeah. But uh, but that did like really uh, get me. So if you're out there, if you're if you're someone who can ask someone else to join in and to, to come into your group or whatever, do it. You know, because sometimes, sometimes just being invited. Yeah. Not that they'll say yes, but just being invited will make their day. Just, just make their day. So that is amazing. Unless it's like asking if they want to join them for a threesome. Yeah. Maybe not that <laughs> unless they're into it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't help but thinking that the entire time. <laughs> Oh gosh, I try not to judge, but mm -mm. <laughs> this, this, this is where you find out that on Saturday they are asking you to film an amateur porno. <laughs> Look, I don't yuck people's yum, but that ain't for me. <laughs> Look, all you need is a tripod, um, and that's it. I mean, in so many ways, Pete. In so many ways. Um, but... don't, don't make me mention the Austin Powers joke. <laughs> Oh gosh, I don't actually. I've just ran through it, and I don't know. Uh, what? Where where Vern Troyer's the mini? Oh yes, that's yep. it. Yes, yes. Yep, yep, oh, yep. God. Yep. You're a tripod. Oh. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but Good I felt like I had one more thing to add to that. I'm sure it will uh, eventually make its way into the podcast. But anyway, just shout out to my friend. That was very kind. It did touch my heart. And no, you're not going to hear about it. And no, I'm not going to hug you. So, <laughs> <laughs> This is usually how I talk to him. Okay, so... <laughs> cool. awesome. so how you talk <laughs> to me as well then? Exactly. Sweet. This is how I talk to my friends. And for those who cannot see this, our lovely beloved listeners who don't have a champion any longer, I am flipping Pete and the camera off. Uh, but... <laughs> We're going to move quickly on because we actually have a lot of ground to cover uh, about two subjects that Pete and I are very passionate about. Yes. I think they're going to be good discussions. Um, what I want to say before we go into that is that if you're a listener or a watcher, please feel free to interact um, either by leaving messages on uh, the Rapid Reviews Twitter, which Pete mans, so he will see your comments and so, questions. Sorry, what a Twitter? Uh, yeah, exactly. I guess it's, what is it, X? Go and give it to you. <laughs> but, um, yes. Uh, and then, uh, or you can do, there's some kind of weird Spotify thing that we're experimenting with. Mm. There's like an interacty thing. Yeah, there's a Q&A and, uh, and yeah. sometimes polls. So I'm going to try and put a poll up based on oh, episode subject. put a poll up. Oh. Anyway. Straight on the North Pole. <laughs> But I do want to go into this because it is like two very important subjects we need to talk about. Although mine's kind of like two, so it's kind of like three. In a kind way. of, yeah. But, but Pete, would you like to introduce our news topics today? Uh, yes, I shall. They're not exactly news topics. They're just things that really got yeah. to us, I think. Yeah. So, Grinds my gears. 
You, America. <laughs> you. No, not really. I love you, America. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, America. <laughs> well, most of our audience are Americans, so I can't disparage That's them like true. that. Oh, goodness. Okay, oh, goodness. so yeah. I have... So this is a you story, but this is an infuriated me story. Yes, it has aspects, yes. And I will say, just because in case he watches later, this was discussed on Mag's stream as well. It was, yeah. Yeah. And so we're not copying, but we're in addition to. Put it that way. We're a supplement. <laughs> supplement, yeah. There you go. We're like, <laughs> we're like the vitamin D TLC. We could all use a little vitamin D. Anyway, Pete, please go on. <laughs> I do not personally, but you know, each day. <laughs> you know. Anyway, so do you remember a couple of weeks ago when we were, I think we were covering news and we discussed the potential of a, a remaster or remake of Red yes. Dead Redemption? Yes, I do. Well, it seems the rumours were rumours. They weren't true. Yes. But Unfortunately. I, but I will read this story as posted by VGC. Yes. Red Dead Redemption will be coming to Switch and PS4 next uh, next week. It's been revealed. Uh, a new yeah. trailer posted on Rockstar website says the port. No remake. No mm -hmm. remake. It's nope. the port. Uh, will be released on August seventeenth. It will cost fifty dollars. <sighs> and will also include the Undead Nightmares DLC. A physical edition will be released on October 13th. Uh, I could see you reading the chat. Confused, but yes. Uh, is, is that a cyberpunk reference? Don't know. I, oh, no. I think I know what he means. You talked about vitamin D? I did. Oh! There you go. <laughs> there you go. You finally seen... Kylie's brain kick into action. Well done. Live on screen as it happened. Yeah, don't, don't apologise, Nana. It worked. It had her confused okay. for a second. Anyway. Oh, that's easy to do now. So, anyway. Uh, quote, Experience the epic Western adventure at Red Dead Redemption, its groundbreaking zombie horror companion, Undead Nightmare, mm -hmm. as both games come to the Switch and PS4 for the very first time in a single package. That's what she said. Um, a statement from Rockstar reads... Uh, in a new conversion by Double Eleven Studios, the Switch and PS4 versions bring the two classic experiences together again for both new players and original fans uh, to enjoy across modern consoles, including backwards compatibility with the PS5. So this is the thing that confused a few, a fair few people, so I'll just read this out. Because you may have noticed a couple of platforms missing. Yep. Notably, the PC version. Yes. And an Xbox version. Yeah, what which of course is what I noticed. What are we dealing with? Square Enix here? Oh. No, I'm, no, I can't make that joke anymore because I just made that deal with, with Xbox. Damn it. They did. Damn. That's... Nah. Oh. Anyway, uh, the game is already available on current Xbox systems due to the availability of the 360 version on the Xbox Store. Both the Xbox One and the Series X and S generations of consoles can play the 360 version via backwards compatibility. So this is just going over obviously what we spoke about before. It says rumours around a re-release of Red Dead Redemption circulated last month when the game was classified by the South Korean Games Rating and Administration yep. Committee. 
uh, which has a history of revealing it. upcoming titles prior to their official announcement. We also uh-huh. didn't talk about the fact that they got themselves into some very hot water. The I mean, South I know Korean's Ratings and Admission Committee. They did in the past. Did they do it uh, Quite again? recently again for uh, allegations of bribery and stuff like that. Oh goodness! Uh, I'm oh, going to pull the story up again at some point. Uh, I think we need to we need to talk about it. Oh goodness! Uh, anyway, a rock star insider, <laughs> a rock star insider who previously leaked accurate information about the games, uh, the company's games, claimed that last year that remasters GTA 4 and Red Dead Redemption were once planned but had since been scrapped. So now, mm-hmm. let's get into the meat of this. Yes. So you go for. Hmm. Where do I start with this one? <laughs> Where do yeah. I start? So first, and, first and foremost, let's let's not beat around the bush here. It is great to some degree that the Switch is getting a Red Dead game. Fantastic. We'll be positive. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yep, I'm yep, start. Yep. I'm starting with the positive side. It's great that they're yep. They're, yep. they're doing something. They're putting it out available on the Switch, um, and the PS4. PS4. Yeah, the PS4 okay. of all things. Like, why? Why not? I it's think. Weird. But I think this plays into the point of what what might have angered a fair few people about this. Uh huh. First of all, the price point. Right. Fifty dollars what... is a lot of money for a port. Yes. Not a remake. Or my a friend. remaster. Remaster. A port. A so port. straight over, pulled over from, you know, it's original. It's, yeah. I guarantee that if you were to have a look at the source code of that game, I guarantee they've barely changed anything with it. No, they Except were, yeah, for that's... button prompts. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. There's... Absolutely. I know that ports take quite a fair bit of time to do, and they're not always great. Right. But the fact of the matter is, is that this game is revered, and this is now just take a steaming pile pile of horse crap all over it. Now, this is what I was going to say in Mag's stream, and I didn't. I stopped myself because it's super nerdy, and only Pete will understand this. Probably you best think... you did then. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes I say stuff over there, and they just kind of pause. Because they don't know what it's like, what? Okay. But anyway. I'm very unfamiliar with the audience. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, Pete, do you think, honestly, is this because Dan Hauser left? Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. I think I think the company is completely directionless at the moment. Yep. Um, I agree. Now, for me... Uh-huh. One of the one of the main issues that comes out of this is that first of all the price point, like I said. Second of all right. is obviously the fact that it's just a mere port. Yes. Like it does. I'm conflicted about this one because I saw a video the other day uh, on on a channel that showed some screenshots of it because some more screenshots have come out and they do look a little bit nicer. But you would right. sort of come to expect that from something that's the next generation on from the PS3 and the I Xbox mean, 360. You'd hope so. Yeah. A little bit of artifact cleaning. Yeah, so there's less yeah. artifacting and stuff like yeah. that. But 
the fact of the matter is, is you're charging $50 yeah, for a game that is probably no. that, that I can prove is less money I was gonna say. elsewhere. Because I walked into CEX the other day, Kex or Sex, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I call I it CEX. Yeah, I'm always CEX because I, I hear I, it every way and it's terrible. But I heard their commercial recently. So did I, and it says sex. It does. I'm like, nope, I'm not calling it that. Sorry. I, I, but yes. I am not either. Uh, I walked into one in my local area. Uh, I managed to find the 360 version of Red Dead Redemption and Undead yep. Nightmares for £25. I didn't buy that version. Yeah. I'm stupid and didn't buy that version. Because I spent £2 more. Uh-huh. On a brand new copy. Sealed. £27. And... Yeah. Which... Series X. Backwards compatible. With uh-huh. a 4K patch and frame rate improvement. So the game like... is going to... The game's going to run like... Arse, let's be honest on the PS4 and the, and the and the Switch, because it's going to be 30 frames, like the original yeah. game was. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go and play it in all its glory in 60, crisp 60 frames with an, with, with an enhancement patch. It just feels to me like it is the laziest decision of all time from uh-huh. Take-Two and Rockstar, considering that it came out not too long after the fact that an old interview with Stra- uh, uh Strauss Zelnick, was it? The leader of Take-Two? Oh, oh gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where he said, if we are re-releasing games, we don't want to just do mere ports. We yes. want to do enhanced, upgraded versions. I remember when he said that. What oh, is this it. then, Strauss? Well, I mean... This is poor. Not only that, but, I mean, the, the, the absolute... Disaster that was San Andreas. Oh, the GTA trilogy. GTA trilogy, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was also a port because it was the port of the mobile versions. Yeah, which is like what? The worst oh, so versions in, of the game as well. I mean, come on, even the PS2 versions were better than that. I just don't. I don't know. Christ I don't almighty. know. So, no. I I'm in total agreement with you because you also have to look at one particular thing as well, like you said with Dan Hauser. Yeah. Look I at their, Dan... look at their input since 2010 yeah. when Red Dead Redemption came out. Mm-hmm. What's come well, out since is... then? That's the thing. I also want to quick say hi to Mike Tindo, friend of the show. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> But see, that's the thing. I mean, I said way back, even when we very first started this podcast, which feels like forever and also yesterday. Yes. uh, It always blew my mind and still does to this day that uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 never got DLC. Like, uh, Sadie should have got a whole story to herself because she was too cool. But she um, probably was one of the best characters in that game because I obviously, like I said, I did go back and refinish it. Oh yeah, like I just love that game. Anyway, but there was so much potential there, and then they totally well this then Dan Hauser left, and then they totally messed up the online version, which is crazy because if you know anything, GTA Five Online is huge. Oh, ah <laughs> but it is it's like 
I mean, like I watched the RPs even. They are so funny. I love them so much. Did you see a clip that was circulating the other day of 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 an RP of a routine traffic stop? No, but I love... That's the stuff I love. I, I just saw it oh. randomly. It was one of the stupidest things I think I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It's a guy is role-playing as a cop. So he does a, does a routine traffic stop. Out comes a baby. <laughs> and it starts shooting at <laughs> It was the weirdest thing. I love RPs. I really do. Um, that's the best thing to come out of GTA 5 online. Yeah. But, but yeah, the point they, is... They completely butchered Red Dead Online. They did! They? Absolutely! Ruined their potential. And I don't understand it. Like... I said this before. When you only focus on money, on cash grabs, mm-hmm. you lose out on so much on the long term. Yeah. Because they're only focusing on the short term. And that seems to be what takes you, Rockstar, all of that. They're just like, like tunnel vision, short term, what can we make? That's not what you need to do. You make AAA expansive epic games. Yep. Because let's be honest, this is where RDR2 and GTA 5 are. They're epics. Well, yeah. there you go. Like, that, that answers my question. Since Red Dead Redemption came out and Undead Nightmares, what's been their output? RDR2 yeah. and GTA 5. That, That's it. That is literally it. That is Whereas it. you look at the early 2000s, ah. GTA 3, year later, Vice City, San Andreas, year later, Bully, Manhunt, See? Manhunt 2. How could they get um, all of these... I, I know that there was a serious crunch problem, obviously. Like, Well... And we don't appreciate, obviously, crunch, but sometimes it has right. to be done but it they had more done. projects on the horizon and there was a lot more creativity because you because you, look, because you look at it like gta 3 has a full complete story and then a year yeah. later a full complete story for vice city so and a year really later nice. after that a full and complete story with incredible voice acting for san andreas a game that i didn't particularly oh, yeah. like but you know i didn't like it, the game but i can appreciate that voice acting is a long list I mean, of actual stars at the time yes including samuel L. jackson yep yep just to say one that's all yeah but yeah but there's a lot but my god even even vice city had a a, a, a smorgasbord oh, that's no that's my game oh uh, funnily enough, there was a topic that was going to come up on the other podcast I was going to cover, which was the turn-based cynics. Uh, it uh-huh. was going to be games that have that everyone loves that have aged badly. I see it hasn't aged badly. I mean, it's a bunch of cubics, you know, running around. Uh, have uh, you gone back and tried to play them recently? No. Oh, boy. <laughs> Trust me, I love the GTA trilogy to some degree. Yes. They have aged my, like, bad warm milk. Oh, gosh. Well, the stories are still fantastic, but the mission structure is appalling. It's my... the same Rockstar mission structure that has been prevalent from the very beginning. I like the Rockstar mission thing. People I just don't want like a, it. I just want a bit of variation. I want a bit of freedom to complete well, a mission how I would like to complete it. You're, yeah, that's not... I mean, I can see that. I can see like, that. That's not wrong. You look at RDR2, right? A massive, massive, expansive, open world that was huge, but yet you have to stick to a linear line to complete a mission. 
but yet, you do. You're correct. But yet, a couple of years before that, and a game that wasn't as well regarded or well revered, in Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain, a yes, stealth oh action game that allowed you to complete missions as you pleased. Do it yeah. guns blazing, stealth, hidden, yeah. the whole thing. You could do, do it, it however you like. And that was great design. It's just the game kind of sucked. Yeah. I know, because it also had a terrible storyline. <laughs> that's what sucked about it. The story was awful. Oh, it was awful. awful. But I do like it. I mean, RDR2 eventually did it, but where you can choose... Well, uh, GTA Five did it too. You can choose the stealth option or the... Ray and Prey, which the, is my favorite. That option, was the you know? that was only with the heist though, and I I, I mean yes. across the board, right? So if GTA Six does actually include that, that would be a nice upgrade to have. But I, I'll be honest, I don't see it happening. It's the tried and I think they're down to the tried and true formula. I also yeah. have a theory about these ports now. Sure. They're only there to supplement the ever increasing budget of GTA Six's development. Holy crap on that. Also, hi, Sandra. Howdy, Sandra. Um, yeah. Um, that, let's be honest here. That is insane. GTA 6, like, I get development time, but there's a time where it goes from development time to development hell. <laughs> and I think it's close to development hell. I think so. I think we're in like Duke Nukem 4 territory or something. Oh, Duke Nukem forever. Forever. Thank you. Uh, because this is insane. And then that bit that was leaked last year. Uh, yeah, that everyone said would look horrendous, but it was clearly pre-alpha footage. I mean, it was. It really was. But it's like, have we progressed on from that? Usually leaks happen and then a game is released not long after. Yeah, no. Yeah, and that was always one of the things that you'd always said as well, is that Rockstar were not a leaking ship. They Right. They were always very tight with their security. Very. Yeah. So it and... was only for the fact that like a couple of leaks across RDR2 happened. That's mm -hmm. why we knew about its existence. And I remember that. I remember when the, the map leaked. And people were like, this can't be real. And then it turned out to be real. I still say, guys, I still, I've said this so many times. They did, Rockstar did so amazing with RDRT, RD, RDD2. <laughs> they uh, teased it since it put the teaser trailer out six months before release. Mm -hmm. You cannot beat that because it was like, they had that, that game was done. Yeah, I mean, you look at... Um, oh, it was. It was the polish that they were just going for yeah. at that point. Like, and so no broken promises, no anything. It was like yeah. six months, bam. You notice they you know. did that with GTA Five as well. Yeah, exactly. And, and guess who copied that MO? Who's that? Bethesda with Fallout. Ooh. <laughs> Although they totally messed that up, but yes, they did. But you remember, obviously, with Fallout yeah, Four came out, we had all those leaks. We had the script leak, we had the storyline yeah. leak, we had all of that, oh. and then like they stayed dead quiet. And then six months before, massive trailer, gameplay footage, going for all yep. the systems, and then it was out. So I will say this, and then we'll say this, and then we'll move on. Yeah. Uh, but uh, when Fallout Four was still just a rumor 
like two years before it even dropped, I was on those Reddit forums, canon for anything. So was, oh, so I was I. Even, even though I wasn't all a that, Fallout fan, I was like, I need to know. I need to know. <laughs> so two years before it dropped, this supposed insider, who turns out actually was an insider, uh, was like, oh, it's going to be set in Boston and it's going to be centered around MIT. And people were like, no, that can't be true. No, this, no, that, or whatever. And he just started dropping and leaking stuff. Like, con- I don't know why he uh, did it. I don't know, but I remember that script coming out and that seemed so <laughs> legit at the time as well. It was. And turns out he was right. Uh, but nobody believed him at all because they were like, oh, you can't verify this. It's just a temporary throwaway account. Uh, you know, and they're like, he's like, no, I'm telling you, I traveled with the Bethesda team to take pictures of Boston to yeah. make. Everybody's like, nah, it won't be bought. Why would it say in yeah. Boston? Blah, and, that, blah, and, then... and that's the thing about leaks, though, isn't it? Is that when you post them onto, like, Neogaf or 4chan or places mm-hmm. wherever they post them, they need really? to actually be verified before they go up. Yeah, exactly. Most so, people won't let them go up without verification. No, so that's where the due, the due diligence comes due diligence. in, which is which is great, but it's just... You, you still have that that air of caution about people who are just like I don't want to believe it because it's not official. It's like you should have healthy skepticism, of course. But I mean, look at you this. Should. Look at Red Dead Redemption. There was healthy skepticism about the rumors of that, and I yeah. even I turned around and I said I don't believe them. You did. You did say that, and I was more like I just want it to be a remaster so bad. Uh, well, and... I'm glad. I'm glad I didn't believe them because look yeah, what we did. got. Exactly. Although I wish they would remaster it, and yes, I think it's because of the departure of Dan Hauser. You That's can play a remastered version. Where can I play a remastered version, Pete? The Xbox Series X or S. <laughs> yeah. When you buy the 360 version. Yep. We talked about this. It's available, also. On, it's available on the Xbox store for right now. Mm-hmm. So you don't even need to wait until October. Oh, sorry, until August 17th. That's true. You can probably go to Game or GameStop if you're in America. and uh, Not Game. Cool. Probably not, because I think they got rid of most of their 360 games. Probably. I yes. remember last time I went to a game, there was a big like wire bin, and it was full of 360 games. How many did you buy for a pound? I bought quite a few. Thank you very much. <laughs> I think I forgot I my Rare Replay. Nice. Uh, I would have done the same yeah. thing, too. Yeah. Because awesome. even if I don't put them on my 360, I still collect them. So. Mm. My copy is due to come on the 18th, so I do have to wait until mm. after the 17th, but I don't care. I've not played so, Red Dead Redemption, the, the first one, oh, so... It's so fun. I've watched it. it. Is... I've watched the movie of it. Yeah. So well, I... I know what I'm in for, but Undead Nightmares apparently is a very good... It's... Okay, I'm going to be honest... Undead Nightmare came out when I hated zombies because zombies were freaking ever almost cussed. <laughs> were freaking ev- in every form of media. Like even the Marvel zombies had just happened, I think. Oh um, god, yeah, that run of comic. Jesus. Yeah. Which was kinda like the pinnacle for me. It was like, okay, I mean, seeing Wolverine as a zombie was cool, but I'm kinda and Deadpool. Um kinda over it now. Mm. And then Undead Nightmare came out around that time. So there was a lot of zombie stuff out. Yeah. So I only played like two minutes of it. No, I probably played ten minutes of it. And that no, was okay. just it's 
Everyone swears by it, says it's a great game. I was just zombied out by that time. I'm better now, but back then it was just, there was just too much zombie yeah. stuff. Uh, but yeah, it's All such right. a good game. But anyway, let's hard stop on this one and move to the Yeah, next. we gotta move on. <laughs> because, cool, did this go down a storm? Yeah. You want to set this up, Pete? How uh, you set I, I, I it up? Honestly, I honestly don't know how to set this. <laughs> so I, I guess I will just read the tweet that came from uh, yeah, esteemed, that esteemed previous guest, uh, yes. Sophia Narwitz. Yep. Who is uh, the the, but... con- the most controversial controversial mm-hmm. takers on t- on X or Twitter? Yeah. Uh, the tweet said, "Ignore everything else in this op-ed and answer me why people." who, by their own admission, didn't play games, are getting gigs at publications dedicated to gaming. So much gaming coverage would improve overnight if various publications actually hired people with a deep history of gaming. Uh, And this is in relation to uh, Baldur's Gate 3. There are two articles referenced in that tweet that we are going to talk about. There are. So the first article, uh, which is being mentioned is uh, we bought a third into our marriage and it's Asteron. Real I hate that title. Yeah. I don't actually, I've only said it in my brain, so you're right, Pete. I don't actually know how to pronounce it. I hate that title. We will yeah. get into that. So uh, I'm not going to call the uh, the author of the article out Where by name. I? Oh, because you want to give her clicks? I can go first, of, first of all, don't want to give a clicks. Also, uh, we know what people on Twitter are like with doxing and all that sort of thing. I, oh, don't, yeah, I, don't, I honestly don't think that's particularly very fair. The articles will be linked, so you'll be able to find it yourself anyway. I'm just not saying it on a on a stream or yeah, a, an, an audio version. Yeah, because these are our op-eds on op-eds, if that makes sense. However, <laughs> you can probably guess. So this comes from Polygon. The, the greatest of greatest takes of all time, coming from, quote-unquote, in the top of the article, the managing editor of Polygon. Okay, so let me, let me proceed with reading some of the article. Wait, before we do this, Pete, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. We want to be fair and balanced. Sure. Polygon is not just a video game publication. That they is are correct. pop publication but come on let's be honest they are known for their video game articles yes anyway so uh, the Monday after Baldur's Gate 3 came out I signed on to work prepared to eat crow what a crap I'm actually reading this for the first time by the way are you really Pete oh my gosh I've read it three times and every time I've got yeah I sent this to you to endure torture he did. He did. So, he did. Uh, a week prior, I had confidently told a co-worker there was absolutely no way I'd be playing the RPG. Now, I had to swallow my pride and admit I was wrong. Two things happened in the in the interim, seven days that caused the, the 180. First, I saw that you could pl- that you could throw children so hard they splatter they splatter blood. Second, I realised I didn't have to play the game alone. Uh, my husband plays a lot of games, but before I started working a Polygon two years ago, I had barely touched one in over a decade. An exception to this being when my husband let me drive the Batmobile in Arkham Knight, and I screamed the entire time because it was going too fast for me to control. My reflexes and dexterity are simply too 
uh, S word, 2.0 shades. Um, okay, I'm going to go back to this in a minute. I'll just finish this paragraph. However, the turn-based nature of Baldur's Gate Freeman is an e- easy for me and my, hus- uh, my husband and me to play together without me having to touch the gamepad outside the occasional dice roll. As it turns out, Baldur's Gate 3 is the perfect couples game. Okay. Oh, I have so much to say, Pete. I'm going to die. I'm going uh, to die. Okay, can I just raise my first, my only point on yes. this one? Um, because I know you're going to cover the other. When yes. did it become such a thing in gaming publications for meant for all ages that swearing should be the norm? That is a recent thing. I know it, it actually... is, and it really infuriates me. It just shows that you have no comprehension of the English language to be able to use a word that's not a profanity. I like personable personality journalism, as it's called. Yeah. I enjoy it. To some I degree, yes. Yeah, I think it has its place. I am not sure that a for everyone's eyes op-ed on a very well-known high high trafficked uh, website is the place for it. No, it is really not. I am actually quite annoyed at that, but I'm so annoyed at so much on this, Pete. But anyway, say what you need to say. That was it. Go. Okay. Okay. Just just run away. Hang on. (laughs) So I have so freaking much to say about this. Uh, First of all, this person has i feel almost bought into the stereotype of women don't play games and uh women aren't gamers and this kind of thing and i feel like it's almost set us back quite a bit and that's ignoring the fact that this person is the managing editor polygon and doesn't play games. I realize that Polygon, yes, as I said at the top of the story, Polygon is not a strictly video game publication. But it is well known as being one. And to find out that the managing editor doesn't play games and is writing an op-ed and getting paid for it about games. On video games. The fact... Okay. So... One thing you will hear me say very, very, very often, and this is my bias, I'm sorry. I do feel, if it, if it can't be helped, I understand. I think gamers need to marry or be with gamers. I think that is gaming, and I'm talking about Right, gamers. that's, that's I'm it, I'm calling off my wedding. Now see, this is where, <laughs> this is where it changes a bit, because you do have to be accommodating. Uh, uh, Rachel, like, she knows you're a gamer. Like, she's fully aware. And she has I mean, tried. I mean, for Christ's sakes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Never going to get she's... away with the fact, am I? Exactly. Oh, like, oh no. Disguise, but a hundred. Like, so she she tries, you know, she's tried, like we've mentioned before, until a goose game. But the point is, she understands that position. Mm-hmm. Um, so, on one hand, I want to say the positive thing is that this lady is trying to... Uh, connect with her husband you think uh you know through gaming i think that's a wonderful thing until you read the article and you find out some really disturbing things as pete read i'm gonna read just this little bit look the throwing of children that's weird but then again she literally 
says, like, the two things she's looking forward to is the, the possibility that you could throw children so hard they splatter blood. Okay, that's disturbing. Like, that's disturbing. Let's not lie. That's disturbing. It's funny when Krusty does it, but he does it with a comic, comedic twist. Yes. There is such a thing as dark humour. And I yes, like exactly. dark humour. Dark humour, gallows humour, I'm on board. But that's oh my a gosh. bit weird. Yeah. The way it's phrased is weird. It's weird. Okay. Second, I realized I didn't have to play the game alone. Okay, so let's talk about Baldur's Gate 3. Which I have been watching... Because it sounds really cool. It's very cool. It is... Okay, if you know anything about Baldur's Gate, of course you do. It's a D&D based uh, game, so there, there's like roll, dice rolling and chances and all this kind of stuff. So if you're familiar with D&D, you're going to be familiar with the game mechanics. I am familiar with D&D Lite. Not the heavy-duty stuff. It's really cool, but it's a little bit too much. Um, yeah, as Mike says, that's not dark humor. That's just dark. Exactly. We've kind of crossed the line there. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. That's, that's you what know? I mean. As, a, as someone who has a penchant for dark humor, that is not dark. That's just worrying. That is terrifying. And it, yeah. I mean, I mean, in the past, if someone had said that, you might have called them a serial killer. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it depends if you know the person has a dark, twisted side. As I said, I am crusty. His videos, he's entitled videos about uh, how to kill kids in Skyrim, but it's done in a comedic way, and he doesn't actually kill any kids. He just throws them off the yeah. mountain, and then they magically reappear because okay. you can't kill kids. In and um, I think Nana raises a good point in the chat, actually, so I'll just read this. He says, I mean, if something what? like something like Danganronpa did it, um, I'd understand. That game is all kinds of crazy. That it is. Well, okay. That is insane, that game. Well, series of but games. That's why I want to talk about Baldur's Gate 3. So Baldur's Gate 3, I've been watching a lot of Let's Plays on. I want to play it, but I really enjoy the Let's Plays because I enjoy listening to D&D podcasts yep. and watching D&D streams. Uh, of course, Critical Role being the absolute most famous, well-known one. Uh, also the um, most overhyped. It's a bit overhyped. Um, I'm kind of off of it now, but, you know, that's that's your starter point yeah, if you want to do yeah. Um, but, um, and then Mabim Bam puts one out and I've actually blanked on what it's called and it's really good. Or it oh, used to be good. It's not good now. Oh, okay. I was going to say like the rest of their content then. Uh, exactly. It just went, but that's not the point. Uh, that point. Oh gosh. Oh, Mario has been killing kids since the N64 penguins. days. Penguins. Baby penguins. <laughs> Um, yes, but you didn't see their blood crash upon the rocks. Uh, you never once they left the mountain, you never saw them again. See, there you go. Um, oh, it's so funny to watch people do that. But anyway, I've been watching Let's Plays. Baldur, Baldur's Gate Three is to me now. To me, it's just my opinion, guys. Everyone else has different opinions. It's fine. It's a really good game. It's really good. Um, I'll be honest. They I did had an amazing. Absolutely it, no interest in it beforehand. I, but okay. I'm so much more interested now that I've read some <laughs> reviews and that. I'm like, this sounds so brilliant. It's really good. It's as, for our listeners, it's as if you took Diablo and combined it with Dragon Age. 
mm-hmm. um, which is a really nice balance for an RPG. And then, of yeah. course, it's got its D and D, you know. Well, uh, I like D and D, so there you go. Yeah, exactly, exactly, Pete. Duh, of course. Um, so yeah, so you'd be totally on board. And it's full frontal nudity. Hey, um, but I mean, uh, I mean, you could have sex with a bear in it. So, well, okay, so that is also mentioned in the article. Uh, when she says, second, I realized I didn't have to play the game alone. Your first thought as a gamer obviously is, oh, multiplayer. And there's kind of a form of multiplayer mm-hmm. in this. Look, I've, I've done games where you've done a, pu- a past play on a single player. Like, it's fine. Ooh. It works quite well. Yeah, because that's not what she meant. She oh, meant, I know. I know what she meant. She meant my husband plays it. And I follow along. Sensho oh, uh, says, hot take. D&D is absolute trash. Role-playing system, good for games, though. Uh, he's not wrong. There's a whole bunch of better uh, uh, yes. role-playing it, games. Oh, people. God, what was it? Jesus Christ, what was it called? Dungeon Call Vampire. Classic is a better one than that. It's yeah, essentially there's took a what was great one. about uh, about second and third editions and basically took out everything of crap about fifth. Yeah, uh, there's just some really cool. Yeah, you're you're not wrong. Um, I know because I own Dungeon Crawl Classic. It was amazing. Um, and then there's Monsters something. I can't remember. That uh, was good. Even to and... a certain degree, Pathfinder is a hell of a lot better. Oh than yeah, D&D. yeah, yeah. Pathfinder is very good. And then of course Vampire the Masquerade, uh, which is where I cut my teeth. Well, Vampire uh, the Masquerade is a very very different system to D and D, but uh, yes. I. Yeah, I would. I, I know, and I I really like that game. Don't get me wrong, because it was amazing oh, yes. when I played a campaign in it. But um, out of the vast majority of systems that I have played when it comes to tabletop role playing games, I'd say that one of the better ones that's very flexible is Savage Worlds. If nobody's tried that, oh, give it a try. Well, so having said all of that, that's the basis for Baldur's Gate three. For anyone who doesn't know, for our listeners and our watchers, that kind of sets our our base um in this article this person goes on to describe what it's like i'm just gonna be i'm just gonna lay it out there describe what it's like to be a non-gamer married to a gamer okay i think i might have it <laughs> some bits here so if you want me to read yeah but just let me i'm gonna say this okay. because yeah, i on. never want to go i never want to go full negative even mm. though i'm very angry over this article um uh, don't don't do what robert downey jr says in tropic thunder <laughs> oh gosh no i won't go full angry <laughs> um, <laughs> i'm glad you substituted yeah. the word there <laughs> of course i did um but what i'm saying is you know let's let's do give credit where credit's due she is trying maybe trying is too strong of a word she's attempting attempting to enjoy Badly gaming with her husband who clearly in this article loves gaming alone and not with her but <laughs> that is a whole different story but yes pete do you want to highlight some of these okay so points? reading another paragraph it says our clashing interests and play styles have turned out to work in a surprising harmony I'm not a big fan of open world games. Well, you're not a big fan of games anyway, but carry on. Um, Exactly. Because I get easily overwhelmed by the breadth of options. No, you don't. Um, But with my husband manning the controller, I mean... What the hell is... That makes me so angry! I mean, mean use of the uh, the masculine word manning. I mean, probably should have been handling. 
Yeah. So- uh, the responsibility of figuring out our next move is lifted from my shoulders. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I can weigh in on which fork in the path to choose, and when I'm at a loss of what to do, he confidently charges forward without hesitation. Like I used to be so... Like, like a real man does. Yes, yeah, see? <laughs> just, just and I can tell you that. <laughs> just disregard all female gamers. Let's just... Oh, we're back in the 50s when no, the man I'm, takes I'm, control. No, I am joking. It's, no, no, that's that is, how no, I that's, felt when that is more. That is more of scathing indictment of the fact that we just rushlessly, right, recklessly rush in. Well, yeah. I... I also rush rush in. I am a spray and prayer. Uh, I am the one who takes charge and leads yeah. charge. Okay. Um, but that whole thing. What, gosh, <laughs> I just looked at Sincho. Interesting. But that whole section right there, like you've just set back. It's very difficult to be a female gamer. Not to get too political, but let's get a little bit political. It's very difficult to be a female gamer. It's difficult to be a female MMA uh, trainer and also an MMA boxer. Or, I mean, difficult to be a female boxer. Mm-hmm. I know this because that's how I started. And you have to prove yourself twice as hard. You have to play better, uh, harder. play harder. If you're training in boxing or MMA, you have to train harder. Uh, you can't cry at all. You can't. I mean, uh, that, that's that's also the case for men too. Um, it, it, well, this is what I'm saying. Okay, cool. You have to get rid. Oh yes, no, no, no. You have to get rid of anything that is perceived as weakness. Which, let's be honest, in both gaming and in the MMA world, femininity of any form is perceived as a weakness. Now, that's not fair to men, and that's not fair to women either, because men should be allowed to cry. Just as much, if not, I mean, well, like, I'm not a crier, but you know what I mean. I what, what I'm saying is, I cry. Yeah. <laughs> so being a female gamer, when you come across a guy that you've met for the first time and you talk to him and you're like, oh, I game too. He expects you to say uh, Animal Crossing. Uh, yes, Legend of Zelda. Sorry, guys, but that is what they expect. <laughs> Basically anything that's on the Nintendo Switch now that I think about it and anything like Final Fantasy, you know, those sorts of things. That's what they expect you to say when you turn around and you say, oh, no, no, no. I'm into, you know, Halo uh, and uh, Fallout and Skyrim. They're like very skeptical. Like, are you really, you know, and you have to prove yourself. It's like when you see people buying T-shirts from a certain store that are advertising, like, bands that you Metal know bands, they don't. Yes. It's like, oh, name a couple of songs that aren't Smells Like Teen Spirit. Exactly, exactly. Oh, I've just outed what shop that is. <laughs> yep. Uh, St. Joseph's, I love crying. I'm not going to lie. little break in here. little fourth wall break. I love men that cry. I do. I'm sorry. That's just... Oh. But anyway, he says, I always hear so you play Sims, right? Yeah, see, that Sims is another one. Uh, Nintendo Dogs when it was out. Gosh. But anyway... Oh, shoot. Um, I need to check on Rachel's dogs. <laughs> <laughs> but... That goes to show you, so here she is writing as the freaking managing editor of Polygon people. 
Saying. Hey. Hey, my Italian side's coming out. I am actually part Italian. Uh, so Scottish with one little bit of Italian. Um, so she is saying, I let my husband take the control. I let my husband do this. I let my husband do that. And it's like, guys, come on. We are fighting for just a voice here. And you're just like, and then as she continues on in this article, yes, you're free to read it. Obviously it is open to the public. Yep. She becomes this weird sexual like, she just keeps trying to make her husband have sex with everything. Which, that's fine if that's what they're into. I, I but mean, it's like, that's, that seems like fantasy fulfillment more than it anything. It's really, it's really crass. And I'm like, why? Like, I yeah, but this, don't yeah. get me wrong. I don't judge crassness, of course. I think everyone should be allowed to be themselves. Don't no, yuck anyone's yum, as I said. I know, but this is... This also... is really crass. Yeah. But this is also the same industry that once put out an article a few years ago about how you can use the Joy-Con as a butt plug. Exactly. Which it, it, we, exactly. we commented at the time and named an episode yeah, called we, Butt Plug um, or Dio. Yeah. Go back yeah. and listen. That's actually really innovative if you think oh, about God, it. It's like, but... like... <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just going to say I might have watched something back in the day about the Wii U. Might have, might have about the controller being back. The, the fact that's that's ten years ago. So, and it's always intrigued me a little bit. But oh, yeah, I forgot you weren't around then, Nana. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Nana, he's so young. Um, but... uh, how to be so innocent? Oh gosh! <laughs> Don't go I and look just... for that article. It is not a fun read. Oh. What I will say is that please let a gamer guy please fall in love with me. We will have so much fun together. But point, my point is that this article sets us back, females, uh, female identifying, uh, sets us far back because it is it becomes it becomes stupid. It becomes we, vapid. It, uh, what? No, what happened? I think we're fine. I lost. Oh, there it is. I thought we okay. lost the stream for a second. Oh gosh, no. I hope not. But it becomes completely vapid as the the article continues on and it's just like you can almost feel through her writing, she doesn't realize it, that I'm ignoring chat right now. <laughs> that her husband would much rather play by himself. What does this mean? <laughs> Sincho, I'm not reading that. <laughs> there are thoughts. Far too many. Far too many. Um I need Someone, please, someone love me. <laughs> anyway, um, oh, God. Um, so, yeah. Uh, this article, first of all, that makes me angry about that article. Yeah. And then, of course, there's the whole point that she's not a gamer. And she's managing, directing a gaming site. Yes, I know. It's only, it's mostly pop culture or it claims to also be pop culture. It's not. We know Polygon as a gaming magazine, online publication, you know? So to find that someone, she, what did she say? Something like, I haven't touched a gaming console in like 10 years before I got married or she, something uh, like that. She specifically sto states in the article about her save file for Kingdom Hearts going missing and never picked it back up again. Like... I can't relate to that because I played Kingdom Hearts. I was in still in high school. Nana, see, I'm really old. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, I remember when the first Kingdom Hearts came out. Yeah. I still remember the release day for that. I do, and I was in high school. And um, well, we're the same age, so it makes sense. Yeah, exactly. But but see, Nana doesn't he doesn't realize that <laughs> because it's so old. Um, but having said that, if I had lost my save file back then, I would have. Oh yeah, because she says in the article. No, we need to read that, Pete. I'm sorry, we I need to read that. Close the article. Oh, oh gosh. Um, yeah, here it is. She says. Uh, this is what set me off. This set me off so bad, guys. You will never catch me grinding or repeating large swaths of a game unless I absolutely have to. And even then, there's no guarantee. In high school, I lost my Kingdom Hearts save file and just never played the game again. Uh, so when we had to redo the battle because he thoughtlessly defiled the wrong corpse, I got pissed, sure. But then I got to walk away while he redid the combat on his own. I know gaming is for everyone and I don't want to gatekeep grinding her, her is part of the experience mm -hmm. I have often referenced when I bought when I bought Final Fantasy 7 the first time around I bought it from a pawn shop mm -hmm. I was missing missing disc 2 or 3 I can't remember it's back too far back it's where they go to the casino um, uh, so right before they go to the casino, which I you, think you mean is the just... gold saucer. Yeah. So that's a, that is on disc two. Is that disc two? Yes. So I was missing disc two. So all I had to do was grind. That's all I could do. And then by the time I did get a copy with disc two, I was like way OP. It doesn't matter. Uh, we've talked before about grinding on Destiny, which I enjoy very much. I'm currently doing a game where I have to grind. It's just a mobile game, so it doesn't matter uh grinding farming all of that that's part of being a gamer and i'm trying not to gatekeep here but how can you not enjoy like any aspect of that the grind is like, fun yeah it's like oh no since you named the episode I, again i, I know <laughs> um, but so all that aside, because we're going to move on to the next article that also... Uh, I want, I, look, I honestly do not want to cover this in major detail, because, oh, God. No. Yeah, I'm a bit tired of it. The bottom line is this with me and Pete, both. And Pete, I'm speaking for you. You correct me if I'm wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> Go on. Uh, why are non-gamers allowed to speak on gaming type thing over let me say her voice as a white married woman in america which is very privileged that's privileged above so many other people why is she allowed to write an op-ed about gaming and she doesn't she's not a gamer yeah every she's time i try to apply for a job in the games industry i get jack despite I being do. a gamer yeah and then of course, I'm also going to get Jack because I'm not married and I'm not married to a gamer and I'm not married to a gamer who has writing credentials for another thing. So I can't just be like, oh, this is my random vapid opinion about this game. You know what I mean? So all that aside, the second half of that tweet that Pete sent me is not about gender. Instead, it's about complete stupidity that I cannot stand. The next article is called, I don't know what Baldur's Gate is, and at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. 
which is found on the gamer. Uh, uh, I will start which... reading some of this if you want. Yes. I just don't want you to cover it in definitely. major detail. Nope. I only so, have really one thing to say, but you Okay, ready. well, I'll cover the first bit anyway, and yeah. then we'll talk, yeah, yeah, because yeah. We're, we're running a bit short on time. I know, right? I know, so, I know. I just, um, yeah. Anyway, among my social circles, I was always that guy who played the, vi the video games that most people hadn't heard of. Considering the, far uh, the farthest these social circles ventured into gaming was FIFA... The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt was a niche game for... Oh, that's not a niche game. Um, no, it's not. It was during my first few days as bright-eyed games journalism hopeful in 2017 when I was tasked with writing a list of the best RPGs of all time that I first heard of Baldur's Gate. This is a gaming journalist, people! Oh, go ahead, Pete. Yep, yeah, I agree. The friggin'... Um, and Sencho just put, lol, the bait is real. It really is. Because they got us good and hard with this. Oh, they got me. So They baited um, me right in. Anyway, next paragraph. It was rather embarrassing, actually. I had included all the big names, a good mix of classics and modern hits. Um, wax eloquent. You, you write for the gamer, you never wax eloquently about anything. Um, about how immersive they were, and even peppered in a personal experience or two. I was pretty proud of it when I submitted it. This was during the pre-COVID era, so I watched as my then-editor scanned through it, pick, picking out typos as they went along. Well, first of all, why didn't you proofread your shit? Um, well, I also have to submit to editors, so... Yeah, I know, but... But, 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 the, but the typos... The typos! I, I do typos from time to yes, time. Yes, but check your work first! Well, some of us are lazy. <laughs> uh, anyway, once done, they turned yeah. to me and said, Dude, where's Baldur's Gate? It took me a second to realise they weren't asking for directions to the train station. And then it I, sank I in. Hate this. My knowledge of video this. games was not as extensive as I thought it was. I did a bit oh. of research, but given that the last game in the series had come out 17 years before that incident, I Ooh. didn't give it much thought. Life went on. S happened. Again! Again! Oh, I'm going to do a fuck you, the gamer. <laughs> I'm just... Um, and How? Baldur's Gate faded from... Me no, it didn't fade from... No, me. You just never considered never... it. Oh, my gosh. It has literally never faded from gamer memory, ever. Yeah. That's that's like turning around and saying you have no idea what Ultima is. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, in Dragon's Quest, I think we may... Oh, no, Dragon's Quest came up in uh oh no it was quest 64 that was yeah. it it came up in one of mags's streams actually <laughs> oh god i need to read this i need to read this next sentence statement as well but carry on oh carry my on. god well i was just saying and then a lot of people didn't recognize quest 64 which to me was a little bit shocking yes <laughs> but i remained quiet so there are people out there who are not familiar with the whole width and breadth of RPGs, but guys, something like Baldur's Gate is foundational. It's foundational as Final Fantasy. Absolutely, 100%. But go ahead, Pete, read this next statement. This is the one that I think <laughs> you quoted to me, and oh God. Then came yes. 2018's God of War. Which saw Kratos take on some daily dude who looked like Conor McGregor, named Boulder. I hate Maybe this. Maybe he's related to that RPG. I thought 
There was a gate leading to various realms involved too. Was this the gate everyone kept talking about? But it didn't matter. I had Valkyrie to say Oh my gosh. Also, that is hilarious what Sincho said, which is you guys remember when COD faded from gamer memory? Never. Yes. That is the point. Baldur's Gate is to RPG fans as COD is to casual gamers. Ha ah, ha, I said it. Sentry <laughs> 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 I... BRB throwing up. Oh my gosh. I hope so, you're not uh, real. I hope you are actually like just joking. Uh, Nana says this has to be fake. That was my first thought. I don't think it is. No, so here's I really what I don't think it is either. This is just so asinine. It just can't. There seems. I have a lot to say. I have a lot to say. There seems to be a new thing in journalism right now, gaming journalism especially, of ignorance is legitimate, let's say. Mm -hmm. When I was going through university and journalism, which is what my specialty was, only like one semester. Uh, but. Uh, it was all about uh, authenticity, <coughs> factual representation. Uh, we weren't big on op-eds and that sort of thing. Uh, and so I'm trying to avoid chat right now because I really want to get through this point. I'm trying to avoid <laughs> this article, but I can't help but keep reading. Oh, no, the article is terrible, Pete. It's going to make you angry. Yeah, I um, just got to the bit where it says so about effing a bear. Yes. Okay, yes. But, not my point, but yes. I know, but still. <laughs> so, for some reason, we've entered this new era where ignorance is praised. Uh, ignorance of games. Ignorance of your gaming heritage, of your gaming history, and that sort of thing. Um, it's almost become cool to be an anti-gamer gamer. And I'm sorry, I, again, I realized that this could fall under gatekeeping and i get that but i hate this now to add into that my love of mythology and my enjoyment of DD. so i'm currently watching a tv series which some of you may be familiar with called american gods uh there's there's only three seasons. It's a Neil Gaiman product, so I thought I would try it. Plus, the first season is done by the Hannibal crew, which everyone knows who watches this I Love Hannibal, the TV show. Um, first series is boring as heck. Couldn't get through it. Second series is amazing. Third series is boring as heck. None of that matters, because what it's really talking about is uh, mythological gods and stuff like mm -hmm. that. It took me a total of maybe three, and I'm being generous here, three episodes to figure out who Baldur is in this series. It's quite obvious from his name, because his name translates to sunlight. Which, oh, if you know anything okay. about Baldur, he is the god of light. Uh, but I'm a dorky, nerdy nobody. I know who Baldur is. I knew who Baldur is before God of War. It was awesome seeing him in God of War. It's funny that you call him Conor McGregor. That was actually kind of funny. Uh, I mean, he does Baldur, kind of lip like a bit in that game for sure. Like I can't, I can't deny that. That is kind of true. Um, but uh, Baldur's Gate, as we all know, 
<laughs> Baldur's Gate. Look, we're all nerds here. Baldur's Gate is a very well-known D&D reference. Place. Yes. It's a place. Yes, it is. Uh, much like... I was going to pick a place from... Sheesh. Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings. Any, it just pick any... The Shire. The Shire or or the the, the keep Mordor Mordor. Now that's a, probably the best reference right there, Pete. Actually, uh, so Baldur's Gate is just kind of known uh, among nerds. Why would you get a non-nerd to write an article about RPGs? I'm confused by this. I'm actually quite angry about it. How can you not who know who Baldur's is? Baldur is, and also Baldur's Gate. And be a nerd. And if you're not a nerd, why are you writing for a nerd geek uh, uh, publication? And yes, I realize that makes me kind of a bigot, I guess. But I am. I think that we have so little voice in our spaces as nerds and geeks. Please just give it to us. You know, we... Not a lot of us are rich or connected. Nope. So we don't get the privilege of just being handed a job. So let us have our space and let us speak on these things. You have your space. You have your spaces plenty enough. Why do you feel you need to co-opt everyone else's spaces? Exactly. Let the nerds speak is what I say. Do you you remember back in the 90s where it used to be a completely closed off thing where people didn't, weren't able to speak about it in public because you were considered the the nerdiest of the nerds? my gosh my mother back in the 90s back in the 90s she called me the nerd queen um because like i could talk for hours about isaac asimov neil gaiman back then x-men comics like i was this was not mainstream there there were no marvel movies there were no the conventions oh my gosh the conventions we had one in houston it was done in secret yeah. A little quiet. And type of thing. I tell you, the only thing that hasn't changed from there. Hygiene. That? Okay, yes, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> there is a convention smell, people. And it's real. <laughs> yeah, pe- pe- people like to call it the concrud. I just say, wash your ass. That's all. Like, it's not that difficult. Just do that. Uh, I know? think we have an episode title. Wash your ass. Yes, cool. It's done. Yes, just do that when you go to a convention. Um, but yes, exactly as Nana says. Um, that's good too, said Joe. Uh, but but Nana says at least have respect for the series. That's really the bottom line of this. I mean, of course, I'm annoyed by various points of each of the articles that we've read from. But the bottom line of actually all of this is just when it comes to games journalism gamers be journalists let us write about the series that we love that we know that we understand mm. don't just go like and look kotaku is the worst of it yep. kotaku kotaku is just like hmm how can we make people angry to come look at our website let's just write about this and it might be a non-gamer writing about a gaming subject as we've seen with, very often with plenty of disparaging things to say about gamers yes why can't we have a publication that is 
positive and it is for gamers about gamers written by gamers much like rap reviews uk hey. <laughs> yeah um but i mean this honestly as the bigger pu- uh, publications it's i read a comment on one of those articles and it said something like a lot of people cut their teeth on someplace like Polygon so they can have a byline so that they can progress on to more, quote, legitimate news uh, sources. Don't do that. Let's be honest. The most of the people that actually work at Polygon fail upwards anyway because they probably should be fired. They do. There's a lot of connection there. Yeah, it's Uh, honestly, it's such a clique as they call it. it. Is. This is something we discussed with Sophia many, many, many mm-hmm. moons ago. Yep. We yep. talked about the gaming clique. We talked, and, and still calling it clique, thank you. Now, because I got corrected. Um, <laughs> I know, it doesn't matter. No, yeah, I, but yeah, I know I, what I know, you're saying. But, but she mentioned it then. It's still that way because you just, because of stuff like this. Like, who in their right mind thinks that most people would be able to read this get away with it and still have a job at the end of it when they're pretty much calling out stupidity in their own industry. Well, you know what it's like? It's like paying a restaurant reviewer to who doesn't... Let's say this. Paying a vegan restaurant reviewer to go review a Texas roadhouse, which is a steakhouse in the US. Yeah. Why would they review that? They're not meat eaters, you know? you're not going to get an unbiased opinion about how great this steak is because they don't eat steak. So, yeah, I'm comparing us as carnivore. I I, I don't don't (laughs) care. They are missing out. Steak's amazing. They are. I'm sorry. Um, So why would you ever hire a non-gamer to write about gaming things? I don't understand it. I don't think it's right. Um... And I hate to see that this has become a very pervasive thing. Mm. Um, Ooh, I like what Sincho says. But everybody loves people. Yeah. Okay. Everybody loves uh, people that pretend to be something they're not while trying to rage slash innocence bait for attention. No, that's exactly the basis for these articles. And I'm confused by it because I'm very much into authenticity. Um, You You can tell when something is inauthentic. Oh, yes. It makes these weird alarms go off inside of me. Like, I know I'm autistic, so I don't pick up on body language. I don't pick up on hints. But I can tell when something's inauthentic because all these, like, alarm bells go off inside. And I'm like, oh, I don't like this. It feels weird. (laughs) Also, I've just realized, I mean, I got that with this this headline. Uh Uh-huh. But also... As you read through the article, you realise that he wasn't too afraid to actually ask. Or the (laughs) author wasn't too afraid to ask because they got told about it. Yeah. I'm So this is stupid as is anyway. I'm I shouldn't be bothered, but I am bothered no, I am bothered. When geek slash well, geek slash nerd publications don't know their basic gods basic basic mythology because mm-hmm. let's be honest most of us are into mythology yes. uh, at least most of the geeks and nerds that i talk to are that's the whole basis for a lot of the games you know yep. um and so for him to oh just it's just like he's proud 
of his ignorance. Does that but, make sense? Yeah, that's but what that's, it feels like. Yeah, but that's like, like I know I'm into my movies and my TV shows and all that. Right. But like, yeah. that's that's like me going to review theatre. Oh, right. Right. That's a good, good, good uh, comparison, Pete, actually. It's just dumb. They're two completely separate mediums, you know? Yes. And like... I just, I just don't understand why they need to co-opt an industry just to feel like they fit in. You don't have to fit in. Ooh. If this is just for the, yeah, if this is just for the sake of getting a paycheck, then you're in the wrong, in, wrong industry. Yes, but you shouldn't I agree. do this for the money. You should do it for the passion, for the love, for the care of the industry. That's the thing. I mean, if you remember about, I don't know, like five or seven years ago, there was a video that was circulating around. It was circulating around Twitter. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it was a guy watching the Pokemon reveal, I think, at the time of the new characters. And he was so excited. He teared up. And oh. half of the people were like, Dude, women and men. Yeah, saying, oh, he'll never get a girlfriend. He needs to put down the video games or he's a man up and he needs to do this, blah, blah. Meanwhile, I'm going, oh, my gosh, I think I love this guy. Look at, <laughs> you know? look at the passion. Look at the, the passion like that. Look, I'm not gonna, look, me. look, let me tell you something. Right. Mm-hmm. So. I'm not afraid to turn around and say this live on stream because I don't care. This shows me yeah, completely exactly. as is. We're when very the, authentic. When the very first trailer for Super Mario Odyssey came out, my God, I shot it here because the music oh, was yeah. incredible. The visuals are amazing. It was everything I sort of was looking for as a Mario fan. I was like, sweet, the new 3D Mario is coming out. I'm, I'm astonished. And this looks incredible. You know, well, what is wrong with that passion? Nothing. See, I freaking love that passion. And in fact, on this very channel, we live streamed when Halo Infinite dropped. Mm-hmm. And I know me and Kieran specifically, and maybe even you, Pete, but I know me and Kieran specifically said we teared up. Yeah, you. Pro- I could hear it in the both of you proper were nerding oh. out of that. I was nerding out so hard as soon as I saw Master Chief talking to the new Cortana. Uh, I, and then like, you know, they said a line like, go save her or something yeah. like that. I was just was like, it. I you was were literally going. You were done. Years. Yeah, it was So great. it's like, yeah, exactly. Why can't we harness that? Please, let's harness that and put that into journalism. Why yes. do we have to have somebody's nephew that needs a writing job because they want a writing byline so that they can get a job at the New York Times, you know, in six months? Why do we have to to entertain that? And I don't think that's fair. I also, really don't. Also, why is it that gaming journalism is a stopgap to other, in- and other industry jobs? Boom. There. That right there. Why does it have to be? It shouldn't be. It should be its own thing. Why? Why is it that you're not getting film critics reviewing games? Exactly. Oh gosh, yeah, good point. Anyway, Pete, do you want to read chat? Because it is popping off. Yes, I shall read a little bit, but then we have to go. I know we have to go. We have to go. um, Right, where do I start? (laughs) uh, There's a lot. (laughs) Chat went cray cray. I love chat. Thank Uh, you. Anyway. 
So uh, I'll start here. So, so Mike Tendo put, that's not dark humour, that's just dark. Mario's been killing kids since the N64 days. Baby penguins, anyone? And then he put, that is true. They are s still forever falling into a bottomless abyss. Brilliant. Um, Sencho put, hot take, D&D is absolute trash role-playing system. Good for games, though. I kind of agree. I kind of agree. Uh, Nana put, it seems cool, but I feel like it's going to get pushed for Game of the Year in a year where Zelda and RE4 Remake came out. Oh, Baldur's Gate. Six. <laughs> For me, so far... I know oh, Street Fighter's getting nowhere close to that. I know. And it's a bit early for us, but Baldur's Gate is pretty much up there for me. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm Based really on the impressions it. alone of it, oh, it's a nail on for Game of the Year so far. Really good, guys. Yeah. It's good. Anyway, so put any, apoc <laughs> any Apocalypse World system, Pathfinder is oh. even worse than D&D. Uh, I'll refer to manhandling games from now on with a, a laughing face. <laughs> um, oh my god, just be in voice when there is one girl. Watch all the guys go full moron mode immediately. Wait, wait, I have to go look at that one. What? Uh, oh my god, just be in voice when there. Uh, voice chat, I think he means. When there is one girl, watch all the guys oh! go full moron mode immediately. Yeah. Holy crap, he ain't wrong because I've yes. said this before. It usually is like uh they go they think you're a ten year old boy yep. because your voice is so high. And then as soon as like usually I'm gaming with a friend, mm. my friend will go, Dude, that's my friend, she's a girl. They'll be like, Oh, uh, so what you doing? How you doing? Yeah, <laughs> they right, signed your Oh god. Anyway, yeah. uh, I need to read through these because we've got Sorry. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. So uh, I would say, uh, to Nana put, I would say female MMA star as well, because outside of Rousey and Nunes, there's none who are household names. Yeah, you um, speak care of what. Yeah. Sencho uh, put, I love crying. Good. Yes. Um, Acknowledged. And he, and he awesome. also said, I always hear, so you play The Sims, right? Yeah. Um, Females playing, that's yeah. what we play. Sims. Nana, I, I said, I expect people to say COD and FIFA. You're part everywhere. No. Um, <laughs> Sencho, in talking about the first article, was, <laughs> said, Would you like to cut, touch my controller, darling? Again, boy. I need a gamer boy. Uh, I you, would send him so many sexy yeah. texts. He then also <laughs> put, I will always put my vibrate settings on max. Brilliant. Um, uh, Nana put well this uh, bad news for you that is the point of an RPG why do you think Rezo says he lives for the grind that is correct and also never say anything positive about Rezo on the no I'm joking I'm joking <laughs> <laughs> anyway um, Sencha, I'm not going to I'm not going to talk about the episode name suggestions that he's saying but he's like, lol the bait is real yeah that is absolutely. correct yeah, he, he baited me with that free framer. Anyway, reference you will never get. Yeah. Um, uh, Nanaput, okay, to be fair, I would add, add Neptunia on that list, and that's uh, debatable by many people. I don't... I might not have put... Look up to Neptunia, that. Neptunia, or... Yeah. I do, I, anyway. Probably if I saw the art, I would recognize yeah. it. Uh, that's how I write yeah. things. Sancho put wax eloquently? Question mark. Mm. That's my new favorite hobby description. Um, and then Sancho put, yo guys, remember when COD faded from game of memory? No. 
Uh, now exactly. the, I mean, Dragon Quest has insane history over in the uh, States and Europe. It was called Dragon Warrior for a bit, and that is true. Oh, right. I didn't know that. I didn't um, know that. Uh, yes, it, I think the first couple wow. of games in the series were. Um, anyway, he then he then put, this has to be fake. Yeah, that article, yeah. it felt so fake, but uh, it's not. It's real. Yeah. Sencho put BRB, throwing up, please. Like, <laughs> that wasn't actually real throwing up, just discussed at this article. Um Nanaput, also we need to do an episode of our games becoming too much like films. That is amazing. Nana, you're in. You, you've 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 signed up for that episode now. Because <laughs> uh, it's it's becoming like a lot of people are from like oh I can't like a film. Guess I'll make a game, and it's very frustrating. That's that's definitely a thought. Yeah, that's uh, a thought uh, exercise right yeah. there. Uh, put it's the thing when it makes. Uh, you make a sick advance on someone out of nowhere. Like, want to do it? Wait, what? Just kidding, just kidding. Asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. Um, well, I haven't. Boulder yes. um, is a gate, I think. Boulder's yeah. gate. Also, also called Mordor. Mordor. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome and terrible. And he oh put, I'm God. so sorry. Look, you gotta laugh. I don't care. Um, that was really good. Uh, Nana put, yeah, for certain games, I really uh, think you need people that are passionate about the game in question. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, number exactly. one, I'm skipping we'll for episode name titles because we've already got one. Uh, for example, uh, Nana put, for example, um, oh, sorry, Nana put, at least have respect for the series. For example, I probably would refuse a review of an Uncharted game. I'm not really sure that what, what that's all about. However, I'd go. love to do a review for Dynasty Warriors since I have a lot of respect for that series. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Although, I mean, we can't deny that, yes, coming in and reviewing a game as, like, cold, like, not knowing anything about it, that's kind mm. of cool in its own perspective as well. Yeah. But I would still rather hear op-eds from actual gamers. Yes, I agree. Full stop. Um, yeah. Sancho put, but everyone loves uh, loves people that pretend to be something they're not while yeah. trying to rage innocent bait for attention. No, I love when people talk for everyone based on their opinion yeah. with a weird smiley face. Um, um, thank you, Nana. Honestly, Street Fighter 6 should get nominated <laughs> at least, honestly, even though it won't. <laughs> uh, and then said and this is the correct, <laughs> this is correct, always pile on Rezo. He's a guile main. <laughs> True. And that's the comments. Ah, yes. Very good. Thank you so much, chat. You've been amazing. Yes. Um, And also, thank you for listening to me and Pete's Cray Cray uh, Ranty Vince. episode. Ranty Vince. I couldn't yes. help it. No, he I couldn't. He sent me either. those. And I was both. I, was I knew like, what oh, I was doing when I sent them. I, I knew you did. Um, I don't like it when women set our movement back 50 years. And I also don't like people who celebrate their ignorance. I, <laughs> I also don't like the publications think it's great to swear in publications these days. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna agree with. You. I mean, it can be seen as kind of prudish, but it's a little. It's too much. I don't it's care. Too much. It's just you have a dictionary. Yeah. You use an. You should expand your vocabulary. I think it can be funny if done in a certain way, but this wasn't it. This ain't it, Chief. Uh, 
Brilliant. Plus, it just gets that whole uh, article by the chick is very crass. So I'm yeah. warning you for beforehand. Yep. It's not something for the lighthearted. It's not enjoyable. It's very yeah. crass. Also, I'm now sick of looking at you and McGregor's face in that article. See, I thought you said I'm sick of looking at you, and I was going to be like, "What?" No, you and McGregor. <laughs> I do love you and McGregor, though. But I yeah, don't but I'm like sick it of in looking that at his face in that article. That's what I said. Yeah. Anyway, mm. let's call it a night. We were going to call it a night, as Pete said. But we do thank our wonderful, beautiful, fabulous audience for joining us. You guys have been amazing. Thank you so much. I know it was a weird time. Midweek, a Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, way late. Poor Pete has to get up and go to work. I actually technically do, too. Uh, we do hope that you enjoyed this little rant. We don't do these very often. Because we try not to get political on here. We try not to get too ranty. That kind of thing. Um, but these two articles needed. Well, also uh, RDR. Yeah. Being released. You know. Yes. They needed. They, we needed to share our opinions. Let's uh, be honest. Yes. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. Um, but. It, it was one of those episodes where we got baited hard. I was not down backing. Masturbators that they all are. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't really have anything more to add to that. Neither I don't do I. it on your baiters. Uh, <laughs> we do thank our chat for joining us. Uh, <laughs> if you want to see Pete's reactions to my cray cray sayings, you need to join us over on twitch.tv forward slash rapid review. Um, we also want to wish uh, Mags and Andrew uh, good luck this week. Uh, you guys are going to do amazing next year. Hopefully, Pete can I can get over there. Pete and I can get over there. I'm going to uh, hope to. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. I think next year, Pete and I will be able to do a lot more. I hope uh, so. Yeah, uh, live stuff. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It'll yep. be fun. Um, but we're going to wrap it up now. So, Pete, do you have anything to add before nope. I close us out? Nope. Just do not, do not give clicks to the gamer or Bollygon. Yeah, I wish we could screenshot those and articles for, sakes, for you guys. Don't don't buy the port of freaking RDR either. Don't Maybe give Rockstar just... the justification. Oh, CEX. Let's just be honest. Do what I did. Buy it elsewhere. <laughs> Pre-owned. Yes. So they get none of your money. Do that. I agree. I have to agree with Pete. Uh, oh, Polygon. Polygon. <laughs> yes. Nice. I like that. I like that a lot. Good. But I think this will do it for us for this part. We're going to stick around for the after show, but only for a couple of minutes because, like I said, Pete's got to go. Got to go to bed. Yes. Uh, I have to get up. Day. Yeah, and I have to get up and do a workout. Do you know what? My workout is running and burpees. Yes. So if you know what burpees are, you know it's going to be miserable. You're ranting again. <sighs> Come on. So we're going to end it right now. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you and talk to you next week. Bye! Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Rapid Reviews Radio Podcast. You can find the podcast on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and various other podcast platforms. You can also find the video version by searching Rapid Reviews on YouTube and watch the podcast recording live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash rapidreviews at 7.30pm UK time every Sunday. 
Please make sure to follow the, the podcast on Twitter at RRRadioPod. And for all the latest reviews, visit www.rapidreviewsuk.com or on Twitter at RapidReviewsUK. Rapid Reviews UK.